Welcome to our uh, seventh episode of Dollar Binima. Yep, seven. We seven. totally didn't bumble through uh, five minutes of that and then re- restart the recording. Ah, you, totally. you, you stole it. I was going to be the one to be like seven. Seven is definitely the number that I, I am definitely reciting that from a very real and accurate <laughs> memory. Yep, we totally didn't. I totally didn't literally flip through my notebook of notes. <laughs> Count yep. all the other movies that and, and done. fail to count because you weren't certain. I did because I missed some. <laughs> You're right, I missed some. You missed some of all yeah. these copious amount of episodes that we've pulled out. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you're gonna piss off Dick if you keep this up. I mean, you can't can't uh, keep your shit together. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he wants us to mention him in these video. In, yeah, these videos, these podcasts now. Yeah. I mean, you'll notice how I'm choosing to, you know, use that name he doesn't like us using. What, Dick? Dick, yes. Our uh, our esteemed producer, Dick Cameron. Yes. Richard Linkletter, he is not. I don't no. even know who Richard Linkletter is. I just know that Richard Linkletter is a... Uh... Is a person? Yeah. Actually, I'm going to look him up real quick. Let's just make this thrilling. Oh, my God. God, that is a man's face. <laughs> and who is he? Uh, he's the guy who did Dazed and Confused. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does he, in fact, look like his most famous movie? Uh, yeah, I would. He, he looks like a creepy, creepy dude. This is, quote, something about high school girls. I can only I can only assume so. You know, like from Days and Confused, the quote about completely lost on this. Yes, thing. I. Yes, I. I know. I know why. Okay. I am. I am aware of uh, what Matthew McConaughey's. Uh, oh, right, McConaughey, right? right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy, creepy fucker. Nothing happens in that movie. That's kind of the point. I know. All right, so uh, welcome to <laughs> to Beyond Carry. Welcome to yeah. Not going to restart it over this time. We're in Dollar Benema now, not Beyond Carry. Well, it's part of the Beyond Carry Network, but yes, the Beyond Carry Media Network. Yes, okay. Because we we have a Twitch presence now. Oh, we have a. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Brad and Rick also have a podcast. Made a Twitch channel and didn't tell us. <laughs> so well, we it's not like anybody now. noticed. <laughs> Yes, that is true. <laughs> and Brad keeps referring to the people as as readers. Um, yes, on the Twitch channel. Readers. I yeah. Which I mean, I, to be fair, I've done that plenty of times in the past, so I really can't judge him for that. You can judge Brad Neely for for that one. Yeah, definitely. But right. uh, yeah, so. so. We got him. What is, uh, yeah, we have uh, this is Dollar Binema. Uh, we can stop restating the premise when we hit episode 10. Uh, uh, we're not, this is, yeah, we're, uh, we, we find movies uh, that are cheap, uh, typically yep, a, a dollar, dollar or, or less. less as the, yep. uh, and we can, both of us cannot have seen it. Correct. Um, th- that's pretty much the premise of this whole thing. But we have a bin now. That the we do. I actually I, kept in. So I a found dollar binema. I found an actual dusty old bin uh, in my attic that came with the house. I think. Is it in the creepy, and, uh, totally not used for hiding bodies uh, cabinet in your attic? Uh, no, it is not. It was not. That was full of carpet swatches. Oddly enough. All right. <laughs> I just know I didn't open it because I thought there's probably a body in there. Yeah, no, I opened it. I opened the shit out of that. All but right. uh, yeah, so uh, what uh, what movie are we watching today, Mister Wyatt? We uh, roll. Rolled... Oh shit, we didn't we didn't introduce ourselves. Uh, people don't care who we are. Okay. <laughs> I am uh, I am Sam Wyatt, and I'm Adam Brinker, and we are the esteemed hosts of Dollar of Benima. Yes, Dollar Benima. Yes. Uh, so yeah, but we, we have rolled uh, earlier. We did. Um, I forget why we rolled earlier. Do you remember? Uh, so that we would 
be able to uh, actually watch the movie since we're miles and miles apart. Yes, that's true. Because you, you like a responsible sure. person, are self isolating right now. Yes, uh, because your family, you, you a lot, your family has a lot of health problems, and you don't want to complicate that anymore. That's right. So good on you for being responsible. I and I, I am doing everything I can do to make certain that um, you know this is healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so so but I but uh, to make sure that we can actually watch it and not fumble around for an hour getting it to work, we rolled the movie at a time so that yep. we could actually watch it, and we settled on the Devil's Tomb. The Devil's Tomb, starring Cuba Gooding Jr., Taron Manning, Henry Rollins. Yeah. Uh, with Ray Winstone, never heard of him, and Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman. God damn. Ron Perlman has been in some bad movies. He's been in a lot of bad movies. Henry Rollins, I don't know if he's been in a good movie. He was in Bad Boys 2. Uh... <laughs> he was also in that uh, that one Charlie Sheen movie where it's um, he plays a cop along with the son of Zero Mostel. I think his name is Josh Mostel. Uh, where they're both police officers uh, in a car chase, chasing Charlie Sheen because they think he murdered a guy. I stand semi-firmly by my statement. All right. I mean, he was also in that one music video where he's painted red and dances in a in a, uh, a junkyard. Does that count? Yeah, I'm a liar. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was his song. He it sings was a, it. It was a video. Yeah, but it wasn't a movie. It was good. It was very. Zamalaya. I'll tear your heart. All right, whatever. Uh, yeah. Also, in the words of Henry Rollins, uh, let's do it, do it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you want me to pull up the, uh, the Wikipedia here, or do you want me to look at the DVD case? You have the DVD case. I. I, I do not. Yeah. I have Wikipedia, though. Okay, so here's here's the, here's what the back of the DVD case says. Um, Academy Award winner, Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, apparently, he was uh, Best Supporting Actor for Jerry Maguire. Uh, battles for mankind's survival in this action-packed, apocalyptic horror thriller. That's a lot of words. Um, when the scientist, Ron Perlman leading a top-secret Middle Eastern archaeological site goes missing, uh, missing, an elite military unit is sent. I hear, I'm hearing cell feedback? Oh, no, it's gone. Okay. Uh, an elite military unit is sent on a search and rescue mission. Descending deep below civilization, Captain Mac, uh, which is Cuba Gooding, uh, and yes. his team soon find themselves face-to-face with an ancient evil, an evil that may not be of this world. Co-starring Ron Perlman of Hellboy, Taron Manning of Hustle and Flow, Ray Winstone of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, and oh, is she the the villain? Uh, that would well. Ray Winstone was from Indiana Jones. So that he made. I don't oh, know. Oh, Ray Winstone is. And, oh, that guy. And then uh, Henry Rollins. Apparently, he was been in Heat. So. Uh, that's apparently the the movie that he wants to be known for. He was in Heat. Yeah. Uh, special features on this disc: uh, commentary with director Cuba Gooding Jr. or and director director and Cuba Gooding Jr. Okay. I say Cuba Gooding did not direct. <laughs> okay. Uh, alternate scenes, outtakes, and a behind the scenes featurette. All right. Yep. This uh, this looks really depressing. Everybody looks very sad to be in this movie. Yeah, it's uh, the uh, color scheme on this is pretty demure as well. Yeah, it's it's really desaturated. A lot of greens, a lot of yeah browns, and there's uh, and if we're going by, you know, who's the most important character? Obviously, Cuba Gooding because he his head takes up the most. Yes. Uh, space. Henry Rollins and Ron Perlman have equal head size. Yes. So as as does Taron Manning, I would say. You think so? I think so. I think she, 
I think she was framed at the same rate. I think she just might have a smaller head than both of the meat faces of uh, Ron Perlman and Henry Rollins. She is partially hidden by Cuba Gooden's puffy collar or scarf. And I'm, I'm very, and I, I, I find Cuba Gooding's eyes very upsetting. Yeah, he has actually, kind of, of a, their... he has kind of a lazy eye going on there. I don't know if he actually has one or not, but it's. Uh, it I is think a bit all well, actually. All of their eyes are kind of weird looking, like they're kind of cartoony. Yeah, I think they were heavily photoshopped, but not in a good way. Yeah. But the whole total budget for this is $10 million. Okay. Which, uh, and we measure it in the rooms. That's one and a half rooms, right? Ish. Uh, yeah, yeah. That room was $6 million, yes. Yep. So it's about one and a half rooms. So we should at least expect one and a half rooms of quality from this movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wikipedia page isn't giving me a whole lot here. It's giving me the plot synopsis. I'm not. It's actually a really long plot synopsis. Like I'm surprised. Oh, so it's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Like they got a whole lot on here. Um. It uh. Wow. It's filmed in California for no. From November 2007 to January 2008. So two months. <laughs> yes. Wow. Film received an R rating for strong violence and gore, language, and brief nudity. Hopefully not John Malkovich's ass. Yeah, we're going to get Ron Perlman's dick instead. Better than John Malkovich's ass. How do you know? I don't. <laughs> Oh, there's somebody named Yoshi in it. Okay, okay. Pretty much nobody in here has a last name. There's two people with last names. That's how much they spell in this movie. <laughs> Henry Rollins is one of the people who, whose character has a last name, but he doesn't have a first name. Oh, and the other person doesn't. They just have titles. So nobody actually has full names. And Henry Rollins is apparently a priest. So, oh, this is this is that movie. He's he talked about filming this movie on one of his uh, spoken word albums. I forget which one. Yeah, where he, he he talked about what it was like like being the hardest working man in Hollywood, where like you just apparently just call him up and be like, "Hey, Henry, I want you to fly out and like shoot a movie for two weeks." He's like, "All right." <laughs> Well, that that syncs up with the timeline for this film. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So before we fall down any sort of uh, IMDb holes, we're going to stay away from IMDb. Yep. Because that that way lies madness. Yep. Um, And uh, I guess we should uh, watch the movie, right? Yep. I guess we should. So let's uh, let's pause. and Before uh, Cam tells us to stop looking at imdb all the time and actually do something yeah so we'll i'll click stop and we'll descend into the devil's tomb spooky all right so that was That was a movie. Oh, technically. Wyatt. Hey, Wyatt, I just have one thing to say to you. What? Is it Welcome, Welcome to, to Hell? hell. <laughs> <laughs> that totally was not added in at a later time. I mean, it's, it, right, you're right, it wasn't, because they said it twice. <laughs> they did. One time, it was, and it was even written in Latin. In Latin, yes. <laughs> it's fucking movie. Oh, I also have a confession to make. Yeah, I don't know if this invalidates our premise or not, but I after ha- like now that I've watched this, uh, I've actually seen like bits of this movie. Oh man! When when I distinctly remember when I was uh, spending some time at my grandparents with satellite television, uh, this movie was on Sci-Fi, and I saw like five minutes of it. <laughs> Oh man, that that's gonna play into something that I was gonna say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that this movie deserves to be on the Sci-Fi Channel? Something like that. 
and not even the good sci-fi channel the bad one that we have now yeah the one that's spelled with four letters instead of five letters mm-hmm. and two vowels that's right well, i guess so the other get... one was also two vowels but well yeah, sometimes but, vowels yeah y being a a bastard vowel yeah bastard vowel for a bastard network that's right and uh, Dick's going to be <sighs> real mad at you for breaking our our premise, kind of. Well, Dick can suck one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I think so. All right. So I don't think we need to have any sort of pretense. We should just kind of go over this movie. Uh, there's not going to be any spoilers because I think it's impossible to have literally anything surprising happen in this movie. Yeah, it, it was... A horror film in the loosest sense of the term. It's a horrible film. That's a typo. We need. We should probably uh, edit, <laughs> edit, edit Wikipedia. Wikipedia. <laughs> I wonder how long that would stick. Can I edit Wikipedia? Uh, you probably. Can. I guarantee you, this does not have enough of a hot tracking. Wow, there are, there are a lot of edits on this edit fucking article. Without logging in. Okay, hold on. Uh. Hold on, I'm gonna get rid of these. There's and... oh, what is what is what is the talk the talk section of this? Oh my god, what is Okay, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not diving into Wikipedia culture for this movie. But alright. Devil's Tomb, Wyatt. Okay, I have edited it. <laughs> you have? <laughs> What, what the... Damn it! Did it? Did it not take? Yes, it did. Look at it. I'm lo- I'm, I just refreshed the first, it. The first line. <laughs> I'm taking a snip of that. <laughs> we need to see how long that stays there. <laughs> oh oh man! Great. If it's there by next time we do our next, <laughs> do our next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh this is thrilling podcasting it is uh, but brad will go in and switch it back but anyway yeah so Wyatt, De- devil's tomb focus yes focus it was not a good movie this movie was not good no it 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 was shot over two months and it shows. Yeah. Cause it's literally just them walking around like the same reconfiguration of like a concrete slab of walls, just in different ways. Yeah. It was obviously, they just had stuff sitting around on a sound stage and just moved it around. Oh yeah. Big time. Except for the times when they were literally outside the door of the sound stage mm. in the California desert. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. With uh, really bad CGI uh, desert storm uh, effects where they just put a, a brown filter over everything and CGI'd in clouds. That's right. The bad CGI. Yeah. Um, demon faces. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although I would say I would say on par with uh, some of the finest Uva Bowl uh, works, actually. The, with the what of the what now? The works of Uva Bowl. Uva Bowl. Yeah. Well, I would have much preferred this movie with Christian Slater in it. See, I don't know if I would have. Uh, I th- I think this this cast is probably the best that we could ever hope to get for something like this. Um, and uh, let let let, I'll, let me also go on the record. Uh, I feel absolutely cheated that Zach Ward was not prominently featured. Uh, on the back of this DVD case because I feel he doesn't get enough credit as an actor. The guy from Titus? Yeah, the guy from Titus and uh, Christmas Story. No, that's not the same guy. Mm, You sure about that? Yes, I am sure about that. Because I'm going to type in Christmas Story Zach Ward and oh would you look at that i'm right yeah he's the dude with the fucking uh fur hat yeah i didn't think that was him yeah that is totally him oh well he was 
he was in um um what's um, it called on on Netflix? Stranger Things. He was one of the agents in the first season. Wait, what? I did not I don't believe you. Uh, yeah, Google is not confirming that, no, buddy. We're going down the we're going down the the hole. Should not be going down the IMDb hole. See, Pinterest stranger. Man, I don't know. Can we? Can, oh no, Wyatt. Yeah, we cannot eyes, fall down this hole. Eyes on the prize. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry. Thought you were okay. falling down the hole, so I was concerned. All right. Yeah. All right. So. But yeah, Zach Ward was in this movie, and I feel that that is a that is a crime that he was not. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is a crime. <laughs> it's a crime against. It's a crime against movies. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely something. Um, and I will say this: I. I feel the budget is appropriate. I do feel that we got about one and a half rooms worth of movie out of this. Uh, it's I just that, you that. know, when you're burdened by that extra $4 million, Wyatt, you just, you, you just, you get lazy and you get slothful and you just waste it. You waste it on, on names instead of acting talent. Yes. Yes. Or writing or, it's, or, you know, not props. Good scoring or cinematography or, uh, or good fake directing tits. or um, yeah, concrete boxes. That's right. All right. Um, how, how do we want to describe this movie uh, outside of us just shitting on it for the next however long <laughs> this podcast is going to last? Um, it's uh, your basic... You know, we gotta send in in the boys to uh, resolve some mysterious situation in a place where scientists have si- suddenly gone dark. Sort of movie, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that can only turn so many different ways. You know, with the stereotypical sort of plot lines. In this case, it was uh, demons or fallen angels. Yeah, sort so of like sort of route. The- the, secret, the, secret society. The the movie priests. is is never specific as to whether or not like the it's aliens or demons or like if if souls are real. It doesn't it doesn't like stop to like contemplate any of the situations or questions that it asks. It just immediately asks more questions and and moves on to whatever the next trope you think your brain should be telling you to expect. Yeah. Um, this like this movie is is just nothing but stereotypes end to end. Oh yeah, big time. Like that's the first thing I wrote down <laughs> was stereotypical ragtag crew. Uh, and you had like they had to make sure that there is like um like every ethnicity uh it was was there, and you had to have the one questionably uh. Like like the like the questionable like love triangle almost mm. going on. Yep, yep. That was it. Like blink and you'll it, miss it. It's it. yeah. You had to have the 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 hacker nerd, the mm-hmm. toxic masculinity, whose name was uh, the, the the hacker's name was Click. By Click. the way, yeah. The doctor's name was Doc. Yeah. The toxic masculinity guy with his uh with his uh swept off. Yep. With his ripped off sleeves, taking show off show off his guns. Frankie G, and I'm guessing the G is for guns. <laughs> and his nick and his nickname was Hammer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you had your uh, hardened leader with it uh, burdened by uh, a mysterious flashbacks. Past. Yep, yep. Yep. yep, and you had your person who's supposedly in charge like science like scientists yeah, or the corporate doctor yeah the the, the non military person who's leading the operation the civilian leader that just doesn't know how to get shit done out in the war 
Yeah, and then you have the uh, completely irresponsible uh, jerk off. Uh, who was what's his name? You just said Zach. Zach Ward. Yeah. Who else am I missing from the ragtag group? Uh oh, you're missing the generic white guy who's part of the love triangle. Yes, the generic white guy. Um, I feel I feel like we're missing a couple more because there were a lot of bodies in this movie. Yeah, but that was the that was the 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 team, you know. Yeah, went in. they they were the the ragtag team. So with yeah, the, so you, you have this, went in this, with like surprisingly little military equipment. <laughs> yeah, you have this ragtag team that goes into this apparently wars like literal war zone. Um, the the movie is very quick to establish that like this is in the wake of the uh, the Iraqi war. Yeah, uh, because they were like uh, weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. Uh. Yeah, um, and then uh, like. So that you have like these this squad airlifted into a bunker uh, with complete like backpacks full of like survival rations and shit for what is apparently supposed to only be a six hour mission. Yep. And like so hardcore, if they miss the the, the six hour drop point, they're probably all just going to get left there and die. So. Yep. Um, I don't. I think only one of those like backpacks ever gets opened up and used maybe yeah by the hammer because he, he carries it with him through the entire thing like why is he carrying this giant ass backpack but that they're getting off top of it. click 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 uh carried it pretty pretty far in too i think oh he had like a satchel ah for his laptop you know so he could hack things yeah with his you know, and all those pin, with his those three un- pin den, and his and all those <laughs> underground, uh, and all those underground Iraqi spider holes with full server rooms, generators, and air conditioning. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, yeah, so go on. Yeah, and then like, there's just one stereotype after another, after another, after another, like very. You know, trope, 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 trope. Yeah, like this entire movie, it feels like you typed a sentence into autocomplete and then like the algorithm just took over and you just kept saying, yep, that word's good, that word's good, that word's good. There were a bunch of Marines in the desert and the devil came and angels and God and lesbians and titties and guns and Henry Rollins. <laughs> Yep. And at the beginning, like it was really hard for well for me anyway, it seemed like the background noise was not leveled right. So you couldn't hear a hmm. damn word they were saying at the beginning. Oh yeah, in the in the storm, it was like they were clearly like whatever ADR job they did on like them recording their dialogue and put over that storm was just not good. Like it was next to impossible to understand anything. Yeah. Not not that I feel that you really miss much from the dialogue of them trying to just figure out how to go into a hatch in the middle of the desert, but yeah. yeah. And on the helicopter, too. The helicopter ride out there. Mm. Which seriously mm. looked like they were sitting on a bus and they were just shaking it around or driving it down a bus. Oh, I road. guarantee you that's what they were doing. Guarantee. Yeah. And then the third thing I wrote was sci-fi original picture. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what this felt like. Yeah, just to give you, just to the uh, the listener an idea of how um, how bad this is. So this movie, uh, the Wikipedia article specifically only calls out this movie was only ever released on DVD. Um, so the the DVD that we have is the only record of its existence uh, outside of on demand. Uh, oh, it says, says direct to video. Never mind. I thought it was yeah, video yeah. on demand. And it, it, might, it might be video on demand. Like there, there might be one. Like we might be able to watch this on Amazon or some shit. But the only physical release ever made is this, uh, and it is it is still an interlaced video DVD. Like this is this is what they mastered it to be in two thousand and nine. Yeah, pan Which is scan. Amazing. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, thank God. If it was pan scan, I I would have turned it off. 
my cat is very excited about us recording this podcast. Um, but yeah, so like this movie is I. I kind of want to watch that behind the scenes featurette because I want to feel like what made them think that they even should do that. Like they, they all have the script. They all know what they're doing. Yeah. I have no idea what they were thinking. Like this was obviously, uh, these people needed a paycheck Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it must've sounded a lot better on paper than it did in execution. Well, I know when Rollins um, was talking about it, he was he was like, "This was the example he held up as the like he will do literally anything for money if you pay him because he has a good work ethic." Uh, so, like, is that it, a good work ethic though? It it, it is. Well, but, like, I'll do he, anything for money. He, he'll but he'll <laughs> and he'll do. But the thing is, he'll do it to the the best of his ability. Is what he was saying. Like okay. he will, he will give you the Rollins intensity no matter what. Which I like at least in the first five minutes of this film, I feel that we got some of that Rollins intensity until they, you know, gagged him and and then just had him walking around entangled in razor wire. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So like, how how do we how do we want to do we want to just go through the plot? I mean, that's. I mean, yeah. Well, we said there's a. That there's secret society. Uh, yeah. Turns out, it, well, they go to this bunker. They find a priest that's covered in weird boils. Yeah. And then uh, they Fred Jones their way through this through this uh, hell bunker. Yeah. And like that, all the I mean, while, like, by that I mean just... we should split up, gang. <laughs> oh yeah. Like so so like the, the they are introduced to this guy who has like boils all over him and they think that like it's obviously he's obviously sick because he like vomits or no that guy doesn't vomit um no, purplish goo starts coming out of his mouth yeah and then they're like oh i think it's like radiation burns and then uh like the guy Doc- says nothing showing up on the geiger counter but he's not holding a geiger counter correct yes <laughs> Um, and then Zach Ward, uh, rigs up a, uh, cat five cable so they can go down their elevator to hell. Yeah. Um, he just, he literally pounds it with his fists and hand yes. hands. Yes. He, he does a bunch of keystrokes and then to make the elevator go, he literally just slams his fist into the keyboard to make it go. <laughs> And then he looks at his lingerie catalog that's supposed to be like porno mag, but apparently they couldn't afford real porno mags. Nope, because that would, pro- that would probably have required more money because uh, showing people, like getting the nudity rights to people is actually something that would have taken effort. They had a nude person in the movie, though. They could have just taken pictures of that same person put it in the magazine actually would have made a lot more sense if it was the same person in the magazine because the demons kept making themselves look like people that they knew or you know like thought about to mess now, with Now Wyatt I just want to call out that you don't know that that actress was not the 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 nudie model person in those magazines and nor should anyone know because everyone in that magazine was so generically big tits blonde and forgettable um yeah. they are they're literally impossible to tell apart. Yeah. I I can I'll go along with that. But yeah, so they they go down this this elevator, you know, to rescue uh, Ron Perlman's character, who up until this point has only been pensively talking on TV screens, uh, do it being all Ron Perlmany about like you know. Uh, it sounds the like tr- the preacher from uh, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, kind of going off on the TV screens. I don't know why um, the video kept looping. Like, yeah, I don't he, know either. Did he, did he record himself, and then it's like, I'm just going to put this VHS tape and this random monitor and put it on loop in the middle of the bunker. Um, the the phrase "Welcome to Hell" is spoken uh, in in the elevator and outside the elevator, uh, but written in Latin. Uh, yes. In case you you didn't get what they were going for, it, it wasn't actually hell. It says it, it was. It said abyss. It, it said "Welcome to the abyss." Ah. Which is not the Latin term for hell. Uh huh. If anybody's ever read, you know, 
Dante's Dante. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, they find yeah. Henry Rollins. Uh, they do. He, he and is he looks very confused and out of breath, which and, is natural. <laughs> and people are like, "What's going? Tell me what's going on." He's just like, "Huh? <laughs> what? Oh." <sighs> Oh, we got to get out of here. Uh, demons, uh, you won't understand. You don't understand. Can't explain it to you. Don't understand. Don't go to the temple. We They definitely got taken there. What do you mean by that? I don't know. <laughs> I read this two minutes ago. They paid me in Dr. Pepper's and M&M's. <laughs> hey, now. Hey now, <laughs> I am choosing to believe that Henry Rollins is the highest paid actor in this film <laughs> because that that one scene of emotion we got out of him at the very beginning was more acting talent than everyone else in this movie. I don't know. Ron Perlman did a pretty good job. No, he didn't. He he, he just did showed... a good job of being Ron Perlman. <laughs> but like he does, that's not a job. That's just. That would be like, all right, Brinker, we want you to sit in front of this camera and uh, we want you to drink heavily and pet this cat. And I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> that's yeah. not a skill. Like, that's that's just what I do. That's me. And Cuba Gooding wasn't horrible. I'm not going to say he was good. He was horrible. the walking personification of uh, fucking flavorless yogurt. He he had the look about him that he was doing this solely for a paycheck. Oh yeah, absolutely. He needed to pay the rent or some. I uh, I don't know. Did he get divorced? Fine. Is there is there like an alimony I payment? <laughs> I have no idea, but he had that look about him. <laughs> it's like it's he. It's like he gave them the options. Like, all right, if you want me to smile, uh, that'll be an extra five grand. If you want me to to like get angry that is an extra five grand per scene and they they did not have that money they did not have that money you're right because they needed they needed the other uh, star of stage and screen ray winstone from that uh the best indiana jones film uh, ever made i think some would say that it's the best I'm not saying that, but some people have said that. Some people would. Um, I'm definitely going on record as saying that Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull is definitely the best Indiana Jones movie that features a crystal skull in it. (laughs) (laughs) So, and and they couldn't even get like a proper, they couldn't even get a proper costume for him. (laughs) Like, who, Cuba? Well, Ray Ray Winston's character, like they gave him that Iraq War soldier uniform, oh, but it's very yeah. obvious. Yeah, it did not fit him. He did <laughs> not try to hide his normal accent in any way whatsoever, or or his like hardcore gut. <laughs> Just... Yeah, his last the the most exercise I get in a day is walking down the the street to the pub to get sloshed. <laughs> yes. Like he had a, he does have a real pintman vibe, doesn't he? Yes. So like his his soldier's uniform, despite being like a commander, is like riding up on the front, like by like six inches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I broke the rules here, and I I'm looking at Cuba's uh I I'm looking at Cuba's release record for the year uh-huh. 2009. Lay lay it on me, bro. Guess how many direct-to-video to movies Cuba Gooding was in in just 2009? I'm going to say 12. One a month. Five. Oh, okay. So not... That's still a lot. But in 2008, there were three. So I'm going to assume that they were also all in a row. <laughs> yeah, that's probably uh, that's probably a good... um. Good prediction. If I had to, if I, had to, if I were a betting man, um, what what did what did your wife call? What did Alicia call him? Uh, I'll just uh, no the the Ray Winston's character, just a pile of laundry. <laughs> yes, 
<laughs> a sack no a sack of laundry yeah it's a sack of laundry <laughs> so yeah uh, okay we're we're getting distracted i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah, listeners and then uh, yeah, i've been so, drinking a little bit so through various dumbassery everybody splits off one by one and eventually dies uh they mm. either get turned into demons or whatever the hell they are, or they get killed by the demons. Now, now to be fair, why they don't all split off one on one on one? They they um they all split off into groups, and then those smaller groups get split off into one on one. Yeah, or literally uh, everybody leaves one person alone. Yeah, so they're like like literally in the first scene where they're like, Doc, you got to help this priest. He's he's got boils. And then they're like, and then, you know, everyone just walks away and leaves her alone, despite the fact that, you know, they're in an unsecured uh, yeah. landing zone where a, a fucking sick priest came and, like, started pustuling all over the place. And then one guy spits acid on on one of the people, and they shoot him, and they tell the doctor to go take care of him. They don't restrain him in any way whatsoever. Nope. And then everybody just walks away and leaves the doctor... Yep. With yep. mystery uh, demon voice acid spit guy. Yep. Who has, uh, like, uh, well, I guess he, they didn't reveal his chest at that point, but yeah. So, like, no. cre- creepy possessed guy. Yeah. And, like, the entire, this is like, this entire time is just, it's like a bad episode of Scooby Doo. And, like, unlike, there's there's no, like, good sandwiches, though. There's no, you know, musical numbers. There's, there's no, no them Casey running through Casey. doors. Yeah. There's no Harlem Globetrotters. Nope. Nope. But, yeah, eventually they all die. Well, most of them die. And then, uh, you know, at the very end, there's the battle with Ron Perlman, who's been possessed by the big, one of the big bads. The the, the big evil uh, uh, cutout doll for, that somebody got from the, uh, the set of the X-Files. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, then there's like this last temptation to, to, I have no idea why they needed him there. Still was really confused on that. Like they don't really say why after they took over all these people, they didn't just leave and destroy the world. They had to wait for them to come there. I think the expectation is they wanted a younger body. Like they, they wanted somebody like, cause I, I guess I guess like or, being possessed is like hard on the human form or something. Hence or all maybe, of the... or maybe Ron Perlman before he got possessed, like locked everybody down there so they couldn't escape. It's the maybe. only thing, I, and they needed them yeah. to come and unlock the door. I guess I don't know. I don't know. But he then but yeah. shoots a tank, and that somehow blows everybody up. Yeah, and he leaves, and then the bunker blows up. And yeah. uh, doesn't destroy the evil down there, just traps it. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, Henry Rollins very clumsily ran to a giant wall of razor wire and died mm-hmm. unceremoniously. Um, there's, uh, there's a lesbian love scene in which they reenact um, what uh, Brad DeRiff wanted to do to Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, there's some layers there. Oh, there weren't afterwards. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, like, I feel like that so much of this movie, like, had the it had the potential, like, if it was better written, to be like good character studies. Because, like, ev- the fact everybody's constantly like breaking off into smaller groups and having like these little like bits of temptation or these little one on ones about like between the tempted and the not tempted. Like, if it's... there was if there was better writing and better actors. It's like, uh, it's like a, it's like a really poorly written Phantoms. Yeah, actually, that is that is a good comparison. It's Phantoms, but the Sci-Fi Channel made it. <laughs> like they couldn't <laughs> afford Ben Affleck, um, and they couldn't afford really anything. Uh, like and... they couldn't afford to show a tree. Yeah, and and they didn't want to give Dean Koontz any money for it, so they had to change it enough. Yeah. And they just made it batshit crazy, the stuff that they changed, and then they made this movie. 
Yeah, no, that's I, I like that. I like that assessment a lot, actually. Yeah. All right. Is there is there anything else we want to talk about this movie? Because like I just feel drinking. empty inside. <laughs> That's perfect time to talk about drinking and how much we would pay to watch this movie. That is fair. Uh, <laughs> all right, Wyatt. Uh, what what did you have for your drinking games for this movie? Because I, I know you said initially um, that I thought uh, you it was said going to that be you think hard, but it's I I think it's not. I had a lot of ideas. yeah. I had some stuff too. All right, what you got? Um. I, I think the two that stood out the most for me mm-hmm. were whenever Cuba Gooding has a flashback. Bingo. Had that too. Because it happens a lot. <laughs> it's And it's the same. It, they only give you like another five seconds of the flashback every time it happens. And it's yeah. like a four minute scene. <laughs> it is. And my other thing that I had was every time click gets covered it, in something yep yep I, something I gets spat in his face or something yep. explodes all over his face mm-hmm. that also happens a lot on the same page buddy other than that i had whenever rollins looks confused <laughs> <laughs> well that's 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 irish mode that's, that's that that's he, he never uh, the moment you put him in front of a camera and there's not a punk band like backing him up, he doesn't know what any, whatever's going on. <laughs> um, I had a couple more uh, than that. Uh, I had every time somebody quotes something that you think might be from the Bible. So, you know, yeah, uh, drink then. Um, every time somebody fires a gun, drink. That would be a lot of drinking. That had to be beer. Uh, yeah, like you, you do that, and then it's, yeah, you, you do that for beer, because uh, like initially there's not there's like it only it's like a couple shoots shots every now and then, but then when they go full auto, that's when you start chugging. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, I had every time somebody splits off of the main group drink. <laughs> And it's great because that that works with the groups is like the group splits up, you drink, and then the smaller group splits up, you drink again, and then you, it goes to the other group, and they split up, and you're like, "Come the fuck on!" <laughs> yep, got yeah, Fred Jones it one hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah. All if right. you do that, if you do all of that, you might get through this movie alive, listener. Yeah. All right, but. But yeah, you uh, you paid a dollar for this movie, Wyatt. Did I pay? Yeah, I, I did pay a dollar for this movie. Well, actually, here I think I still have. There's still the tag on it. Let me see. Is this say a dollar? Well, the tag says one ninety nine, but I know you definitely no, wouldn't have spent that. No, it so would have been a dollar because be it would have been like they're fifty percent off or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah this I, is a goodwill tag. I, yeah, I spent a dollar on that. So I All refuse right. to spend two dollars on that unless it had multiple movies in it. That's the only time I'd spend over a dollar on a single disc. Right, right, rightfully so. Yeah. So, uh, so what? What's what's your uh, what's your rating? How much? How much would you spend on it now, knowing what we know—the terrible, dark secret of uh, of uh, Christianity and uh, Ron Perlman? Oh man, I think I would. <sighs> It's not the worst movie that we've watched thus far. I mean, you we, um, you could actually sit through it. Yeah, yeah. I and, I, not, I, and not want to, to to die. You could convince me to watch this movie again if we just like this. Like if we if you said we were going to play this as a drinking game with like a bunch of people. Yeah, I would pay one quarter. <laughs> watch this movie oh uh, you got me that is actually exactly yeah i that was exactly what i was going to say too actually no i'll i'll, I'll even say i will pay a quarter in a can of natural light <laughs> natural light i think would be the perfect pairing for this movie if you don't have malt liquor absolutely um so let's let me just run some numbers here uh so like i think it's like 19 dollars for a dirty 30 and natural light so i would i would pay uh 88 cents for this movie. <laughs> it's that one can of Nat Light. 
63 uh, the natch light is uh, 63 cents but you know i said oh, i pay okay. a quarter so okay oh quarter and okay there we go yeah all right yeah it, the cheaper the probably the better whatever whatever for drinking during this movie yeah natural natural light might be too good for this movie we might want to hit some um keystone light so no or some um uh some natural lo- light ice uh no 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 uh what was it? i think it was like big city ice i think is is a, a lager that that i had i once. have never even heard of that one uh yep big city ice it is an adjunct style lager you can get it in dirty 30s six percent so you got that does it does it taste like metal <laughs> Uh, well, according to this one guy on Beer Advocate, he got a 30-pack for $6. <laughs> you will note that is a third of, less than a third of the price of the 30-pack of Natural Light. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I guess it'll get you where you're going. It, it, it'll get you somewhere. Well, welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah, welcome to hell. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, Wyatt. Uh, this is this has been uh, this has been another episode of Dollar Minimum. It has been, and for the first time ever, we know what we're going to watch in our next video. Before, we yeah, do, yeah. Because remember, Dick oh, wants us to do. watch that movie he was so excited about. Yeah, because because our fucking producer finally actually did Produced. something that he, yeah. <laughs> Is he For actually the first fucking time ever? <laughs> he fucking was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get you guys all this shit," and then like we're like, "Yeah, whatever. No one's gonna send us a movie for free from the internet," and they they did. Yeah, he was he's really gung ho about us watching this movie for some reason. So I guess we'll find yeah. out why in our next episode of Yep, we will Dollar we will keep. Henry, you're interrupting the podcasting, Henry. Where am I? You don't know! (laughs) They're not Henry Rollins, my cat. Henry. Henry.